That was a hard change. <laughs> it know? was. It was. I like that little intro. It was like, I felt like I was in the load-in lobby for the podcast. Right. You know? A little like, speech. There's a little speech in the background. We're not podcasting yet, but we're here to podcast, and we're just ready for the, the game to start, and it just hasn't started quite yet. And we are queer. There is no doubt about that. You know, it's weird because I've been doubting so many things in my life. I'm at work. I'm at work all day, and I'm questioning. I'm like, is this where I'm supposed to be? I'm really gonna waste eight hours of my day every day doing this. I'm in relationships with people, friends, girlfriends. I'm like, are these the people I want to? Answers now. Do I want forty years down the line? And I'm still with these people. Answers gonna be now. And yet, when it comes to being queer, <laughs> never do I question. It's always just, yeah, no, 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 definitely. I'm the Q and LGBTQ. Mm. Mm. I take the L in LMNOP. Mm. Mm. Robert, what do you think about my body? (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm a guy looking at another guy's body. I'm a really straight dude looking at another hopefully really straight dude. I'm hoping. I'm straight enough. Are you? I just said I'm sure about one thing, and that is the fact that I'm queer. So I don't know if you should count too heavily on my straightness for the next. No, that's fair. You I, know, I'm just curious what you think about because you know I'm in a very vulnerable as someone who's been unbelievably overweight for like oh all of the life that I've been conscious for, like everything I can remember about my life. Yeah, the days when I was skinny before I gained weight, like my first conscious memories are. When my parents finally let me eat snacks without having to ask their permission, okay. which was the oh, beginning of that, the beginning of the end for me. And from that, well, from that point on, I just ate everything. Okay, I could, and um, I've been obese since the eighth grade. I remember I went to the doctor in eighth grade, and, and he told me, "Yes, you are obese," and that's a hard thing to hear as an eighth grader. You know what I mean? Because it's like, it's one thing to know. You know you're chubby. You know, a little chunky. A little, a little heavier. Husky, even, even though that's They still, called you obese? The doctor <laughs> said, you are obese. My doctor just said I was husky. Yeah, well, my doctor was a dick. <laughs> um, But I was obese. So it's like, I can't really argue with him. But By the numbers. <laughs> but is he a dick if he's correct? Yeah, you could. Well, okay, well, okay. I'm not claiming that he was. It's too far back. In my memory to know what his tone was. But can you be right and be a dick? No. You don't think so? (laughs) I don't think so. You don't think that... (laughs) Say you're doing... Buck 15. Okay. And a 55. Pretty quick. Yeah, pretty quick. Warranted a speeding ticket, some may say. Warranted... Jail time. Jail time. <laughs> a lot would say. Say you get pulled over by state patrol. Okay. Hops out of the car. Okay. Pulls out a little tan piece of fabric from his back pocket. Proceeds to unfold it 40 to 50 times into the biggest big brimmed hat you've ever seen in your life. Throws it on, walks up to you, and then proceeds to just lay into you for the next 10 minutes about how you're a douchebag. Yeah. Very condescendingly uh-huh. gives you the ticket. Is he in the right? Yes. But was he being a dick? 
but it's kind of deserved. Mm. <laughs> mm. I mean, okay, you're doing a hundred. You said 115 or 50. I said 115. 115. Yeah, you deserve to be laid into. Okay, but you couldn't, you can't, are you telling me that if you're right, you can't deliver the right answer in a dickish way? I think you can deliver it in a kind way. And then I think you can deliver it in the way it's deserved. So are you telling me that the dickish way to deliver it is the way that it's deserved? Yeah. Can be, can be. I don't believe. So what if you? I, what I don't, if, what I don't if, believe in always being nice. Well, okay. Okay. I I surely hope my actions and words have displayed that over the years. Oh, I fit. I got it. I got it. I don't know if there's anyone that has ever known you for any amount of time ever that thought, you know what, Robert is just always nice. I've never heard a single person say that to me. I've heard someone say, why does Robert hate it when I'm nice to him? I've heard people say that. Why does it seem like Robert is agitated at the fact that I'm being nice to him? Hmm. But never Robert is always nice. <laughs> but say you're at work and you're unloading your your garments or whatever, you're taking them out and one of them falls off your cart hmm. and then you don't notice and some manager goes, hey, you drop one of the garments, you dumb fuck. I'd probably laugh. Right? <laughs> probably laugh really hard and then say something mean. But was he being a dick? No, I don't think so. Because you did drop a garment. You <laughs> I did drop a garment. It's just kind of like funny. And you were being a But what if he was angered at you? I would still laugh. But was he being a dick? <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't <laughs> No, he wasn't. Okay. Was he being unreasonable? Yes. Was he being a provocateur? Mm-hmm. Possibly. Was he being a dick? No. Am I saying all of this because I don't want to admit you're right? Possibly. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Which someone you see is a dickish thing to do. I'm not. Dare I some. live up to my reputation? You don't. I don't live up to my reputation? No. Okay. You have a way worse of a reputation <laughs> than who you really are. And I think you that know that. That's very true. And I think you like that. Oh, yeah, I think you've funny. purposely concocted a world in which everyone thinks of you worse than you truly are as a person. Oh, and yeah, I think yeah. I may be one of the few people who doesn't look at you that way. Yeah. One of the maybe two. <laughs> three. <laughs> There's three way more than best. that. There's way more than that. Okay. But, well, there's also, that's a good point because there's also a bunch of people who have a very, very high outlook on you and yes. it is not warranted. Also false. Not true. Also a lot. Not true. <laughs> not true. That's very, it's very accurate that they have a high oh, is it view accurate? of me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think you're Reality just... can be shaped and molded <laughs> to how you act. See, that's the cool thing. Reality is different with every person. Is it now? Yeah. Is there not just a, a truth? Is there not truth? There's truth, no truth, truth, truth. truth. 
If there's one thing we've learned over the probably three years we've been on this earth, truth is not real or warranted. How long have we done this podcast for, Robert? It's been three years. Mm, yeah. Yes, bitch, it has. Don't, don't. It's been more than three years. Don't call me the B word. Oh, I'm so sorry, dude. I'm <laughs> so, so, so sorry. I was just trying to help you live up to your reputation. Um, that's at least the reputation I gave you. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I know how you paint me. Uh, <laughs> okay, hold on. Before I move on to the question I was going to ask about the podcast, how do you think I paint you? Oh, I'm going to keep eating my ramen while you talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do I think you paint me? You paint me in whatever is, <laughs> is it, it, whatever is in your advantage. So whatever you can get best out of it is how you paint me. What, however you can win in a situation is how you paint me to others. Mm. Mm. Maniacal. So you don't think I've ever honestly portrayed you before? I'm not saying you have or haven't. I'm just saying your, your, your intent. Just describing your intent. So what you're saying is, in my life, you are whatever I need you to be for my point of work. I think that's very clear. Yeah. You know, I'd love to look at you right now and say, you rat bastard. How dare you? That is not true. But it's roughly accurate. You know what I mean? Roughly? It's not like down to the T. Because I've definitely... I was sung your praises before to many people. I hope you know that. I mean, I'm not... Listen, I'm not Satan. Ian. There are many... No, 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 no. And I've never portrayed you to be <laughs> Yeah, but Satan. you were kind of like <laughs> implying it in the last five minutes. No. No, no, no. What I'm saying is... I have definitely sung your praises to people who I believe have a lower evaluation of you than should be. Mm. And I want to correct them. No, I'm the only one who gets to talk poorly about Robert. You do not. You do acknowledge his wins, victories. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I've definitely painted you in a bad light just to kind of like, mm, I kind of played well to what I was having I going on in my life. You know what I mean? I and that's what I think best. That's the best friends are really for. I mean, I don't know what else. I mean, have I ever done that to you? No. I've, I, you know, I don't know. No. If you say no, then it's no. I can't really speak on that. No. If I'm being hundred honest, I would like have to I say yes. About you. About me. Yes. Yes. About me. About you. I think about me is one of the only things you've been honest about. <laughs> <laughs> Word. I don't think you've ever lied about me, but you've lied about pretty much everything else. No, no, no. You've never lied about me or your finances. Everything else is up for debate. A lot of gray areas. A lot of, a lot gray, of gray area. Very foggy out there. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't trust the song of the siren. But also you could, you could dare, dare I say argue that it's not lies. More humorous banter. Yeah, but you're only bantering with yourself. The other person doesn't get it. <laughs> They're not another joke. I know. I know. Bantering with yourself and maybe me if I'm listening. If I'm listening, I'll give it a chuckle because I know you're 
telling someone you have a twin that you ate as in the womb, and I'm just like, that is not. That is not true. But it's almost their fault because my stories are so wild. Yeah, that's the thing is they're not like little lies where you're just you're trying to bend the truth to make yourself look a little better. You're saying very outrageous things to see if they'll believe you. And most of the time they believe you. And then they come to me and they're like, Ian, did you know that Robert has a twin brother? I'm like, I'm like, no, he doesn't. And he goes, no, 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 he does. I told Kaylee that, didn't I? I believe so. <laughs> well, you told Kaylee and Kayla and a few other people that you had a twin. <laughs> Did you know that Robert is a twin brother? Uh, and I'm like, and I'm like, no. <laughs> she goes, no, 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 he, he does. He told me. And I was like, no, no, he doesn't. He's like, well, maybe he just didn't tell you. And I was like, and he told you? No. <laughs> he doesn't have a twin brother. But he sounded so sincere. Genuine when he, he cried up over it. Yeah. He's a liar. <laughs> a monster. He's a dark evil inside of him. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I've come to really deeply appreciate it. It's a sight to behold. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the Golden Gate Bridge is beautiful, but you know how many people commit suicide off that bitch? Yeah. It's great, but there's a dark history behind it. Yeah. So it's a little bit of that, um, but we have done the podcast for what three years? It's crazy. We started yeah. this. We started this stupid, stupid endeavor together, um, which has landed Ian in a completely different state of mind and being. Yeah, I. Yeah, yeah. I said that well. You beautiful. Nailed it. Um, <clears throat> what do you think is your takeaway? Looking back, we've done three years of this podcast that, you know, I know a few people listen now. Cool. Thank you guys. Love y'all. And, and hopefully that not too long in the future, more people are listening and are hearing this episode right now. But currently as we record this, like no one's listening. What has been your biggest takeaway? from this podcast I have a great sense of humor <laughs> I don't appreciate how you're laughing like that it's just not what I gotcha not what I expect, expected you to say listen if there's anything I can do it's throw hella curveballs it's, it's the unexpected yeah. you are the jack in the box and it's weird because then you spin the thing and the thing pops open and then Jack's gone and he's behind you just about to, you know, come up from a <laughs> SAU. Little grab of the behind, <laughs> little finger where you don't want it. Um Okay, yeah. I, I think that if I had one takeaway from this podcast, it's also that you have an impeccable sense of humor. Unbelievably Robert. I just can't wait to see the kind of arenas you're gonna play with your stand up. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I've learned that, and this is something that I think probably everyone who's known me has learned, and it's weird that I'm the last to learn it. I should not have faith in myself. (laughs) 
one of those things that I think anyone who has ever had any relationship with me has learned to not have faith in me. And I'm starting to really put the pieces together. Wow. I don't know why I was so confident in myself because, boy, I don't know what I'm doing. And it's apparent to everyone um, but me. Mm. I think it's now become apparent to me a little bit. Okay. Which is... What led you to that conclusion? Sorry, my Japanese accent was coming out. Is it because you got down on your knees and began to pray? I think I almost caught felony charges. And that was probably one of the bigger things that opened my eyes to everything. But, mm. uh, you know, and then there was a bunch of other little moments that happened after that, subsequently, where I was just like, you know what? Hmm. Kind of scumbag. Mm. Kind of uh, kind of a lazy piece of shit. And you're not nearly as talented as you thought you were, so... I still don't know why I'm doing this. You know what I mean? Because it, like, it's one thing... Back in high school, the delusion of believing I am the funniest person I've ever met. And I believe there's funny people out there. Mm-hmm. I believe then there was funny people out there. I just never met them. And um and yet now I I've I've become woke to my delusions. And I'm st- still sitting here um recording a podcast with you. A PCAST. A PCAST. And I don't know what that says about me. Um I don't know, what do you think it says about me? Yeah. <laughs> Summed it up pretty well for me. I don't really need more than that. It's a little quick glance off to the right, to the left. Shiftiness of the eyes. I don't have any answers for you. Shrug. Shrug. There's no, Ian, there's no answer I could give you. Scratch your crotch, sniff your finger, move on. Move on, baby. No, no, no. I'm, I'm munching. I'm munching, baby. Minding myself. Ooh, that lady's got a peach. What? I'm staring at your neighbor. Okay. She's got a pretty, pretty piece of, piece of butt. Good for you. Yeah. No, no, no. Good for her. Yeah, good, good for her. She's probably earned it or something. Hmm. Hmm. I don't yeah. think I believe in equal rights anymore. All right. I don't think you believed in it before. Um, what is the most, when you see someone that's like hitting the gym, mm. what is the most impressive body part to have like on lock? We're like, damn, you had to put some work in. Mm. Mm. <sighs> Hamstrings. Someone's got good hamstrings. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know if I can envision what good hamstrings look like. Exactly. So rare. Hmm. The back of your thigh, right? Yeah. Hmm. It's very impressive. (laughs) That or or like built forearms. Yeah, forearms are impressive. Chest is impressive. Mm. I think there are a lot of people who are strong. They got biceps. They got the traps. They got the whatever. 
but chest is really um it's not difficult to attain i guess if you if you just consistently work it yeah there are so many people that have got every other body part unlocked but a really weak chest so i'm kind of impressed when i see people with a good chest i wonder what else Abs are hard to attain. Like, if you got shredded six-pack washboard, I mean, that's, like, either genetically you're just kind of handed that one mm-hmm. or, like, you just, you don't, really know you do diet. nothing. But it, but just, like. Cardio. It's, it's strive to attain abs yeah. and to keep abs. Yeah. So, and I don't mean a four-pack because a four-pack is, you can hang on to a four-pack yeah. loosely. Yeah. Three-pack. Um, but a six to eight. Good luck. Know. A ten. I like to drink water, actually, myself. So, I completely dehydrate my body to be able to attain that. Sorry, I'm not Russian. Oh boy, Robert. Oh boy. I was going to start a little podcast right here. What do you Where do you want to take this? Uh, the second half of this episode. What are you feeling? Mm. What are you feeling tonight, my boy? Sober. That's great. Feeling sobriety. That's great. I think sobriety is a great thing to attain. I I don't think so personally. Okay, because I'm I'm not going to do it. No, I don't. I don't respect anyone who gets sober. To be <clears> honest <throat> with you, I would like. Oh, I, yeah, that's actually where I want to go with this. I disrespect sober people. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Because here's it's the not, thing. It's not. It's, it's not. It's impressive. not amazing. It's not impressive. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not. You're not, not stronger for it. No, you're not. No. <laughs> here's the thing. You know who I'm impressed by. I'm not impressed by someone. Burt Kreischer. Oh, gosh. <sighs> fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Uh, no offense, Burt Kreischer, but fuck you. Um, I, sorry, Burt Kreischer. I just see a lot of my weaknesses in you, and it makes me dislike you because I see the worst version of myself in you. Mm. Um, I just don't like his sense of humor. I don't think he's all that funny. I, no. Uh, oh. I, I understand why he's famous. I get why he's no. famous. And he deserves it. And I think he is funny from time to time, personally, but... His style is not, not for me. His style of humor fine. is not my I'm thing. I'm not important. I also am not a fan of people who just, like... He's just got the vibe of someone who just abuses all of his loved ones to get what he wants. And maybe that's not true, <laughs> but that just sounds like... Yeah, that's pretty crazy, huh? Sounds like maybe, maybe it could be true. <laughs> But you go, machine. You take on the world, buddy. Um, <clears throat> what was I about to say? Uh, oh, sobriety. Yeah, sobriety's whack. Yeah, it's not impressive. Like, people that are sober, completely sober all the time, they, they, they drank back in high school, and now they've never had a drop of alcohol again. You're just as impressive as the dude who talks about how much alcohol he can drink. Mm. Like, that's the thing. You know what's really impressive to me is being able to enjoy alcohol, drugs, whatever the substance is, to some extent, moderately. Mm. That's so unbelievably difficult. You know how much more self-control it takes to just oh, be able yeah. to have something that you're like, oh, I could just have a little more of that and feel even, uh, not really better, but you, th- it feels like it would be better. And that's an easy lie to buy into. I have, I have to do, I, there is one type of person I respect mm. who's sober. Monks. No, monks aren't sober. Mm, okay. Um. I could be a monk then. <laughs> Monks drink pretty heavily. Do they? I, mean, yeah, what else? I didn't know that either until recently. What else are you going to do? Yeah. Meditating all day. Um, the type of person who's had who's had a tough life, mm. right? Who's had, mm. dare I say, many demons. Mm. 
is mm. is sober. There's a fly in the room, guys. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm just and swinging. the fly's got big tits. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm swinging my lightsaber around. <laughs> and I can knock it off. <laughs> um. Someone's <laughs> the fly's got big tits. But I didn't even put that down. I was like, I don't even know where he got that one, but <laughs> all jokes, folks. All jokes. I got some peckers on me, you know what I mean? Uh it's it's nothing notable. I was gonna talk about that earlier. I'm in a very vulnerable state as someone who's been obese his whole life. Just to sit here mm-hmm. at a ninety degree topless mm-hmm. for you. I feel like I'd feel so unbelievably uncomfortable at any other point in my life, and now I'm just like, you know what? I'm kind of fat and I'm kind of ugly, but I'm all right about it. You know, mm. I'm, I'm doing just fine. Mm. You want to know my honest thought? What? I don't care. And that's why I feel so comfortable with it. You know what I mean? Okay. You're such a swell guy. I mean, you did just have big titties, but <laughs> it was for the bit, fellas. Anyway. Anyways. Uh, Someone's had a hard life. Oh, tough life doesn't, you know, is sober, but doesn't fucking talk about it. It just kind of is just casual. Just never brings it up. Yeah, the only reason you learn is because you've been their friend for like five years and you've never seen them had a drink before. And you're just like, Are you do you ever drink? No. But they but when they're at a really? party but when they're at a party they hold a drink in their hand so they can like fit in and be social with everyone. But they never drink. Yeah, they hold a they hold like a solo cup or they're um They just have like a champagne glass that just never really empties. Just always stays right at the same place they yeah, had every day. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit of a little sniff. They just sniffed it. They didn't really <laughs> drink it. They just sniffed it. Okay. Yeah, I guess that's impressive. Uh, yeah, sobriety is uh, no, no, no. It's not impressive, but I do respect it. Oh, I respect it. Yeah, I don't think it's impressive at all. Because I've met many people that have managed to be sober from alcohol and drugs that are mentally. Oh boy. There's so many people, our friend that we know, not you, but that the rest of us know. Um, he is sober. Ah, and to the T. Yeah, he's not like, I don't know, he's not what you would call an enjoyable person to be around. Um, certainly not a cool guy either. But at the same time, love the dude, love the dude. I'd hate to talk to him, but love him. Um, that doesn't make any sense. Love your enemies, Robert. Jesus said it. So he's got a bunch of friends that are all in the AA circle and, and sober and whatnot. And first of all, they're all narcissistic psychos. And second of all, I think AA is for speaker. I'm sure there's a few good guys in there. No, no, 100%. But like, I feel like it's just a big circle jerk. Of- yeah. Yes, but the thing is that they're all in a circle jerking off onto themselves, not onto each other. They're just all there, and, they, and they're not there to watch the other jerk off. They're just there to show themselves jerking off onto themselves. Like, that's the mm. kind of, that's what it is. It's like a really, really weird, like, it's, I know that circle jerks are so casual and not weird. Yeah, they're fine. So it's weird to make it weird by... She's licking the bowl at things. She's trying to get a little, it because she wants food. Good little food. Beep. She's annoying. I know. I know. She's been rather annoying in my life. The cat that we have is. She's really annoying. She's really demanding and really whiny. But yeah. it's it's a good. It's a life. Justin and I had a, a thirty minute conversation about, about 
the cat. Just killing it? <laughs> no, no, not killing it. Just letting it run free. Well, he was upset because it's so demanding, and mm-hmm. I just kept, said it was kind of his fault. I wouldn't disagree <laughs> with that at all. And I think he accepted it pretty well. It's definitely not mine. But regardless, um, there was this one dude who we, we hung out with. We were out at a show at a bar. And um, are you going to get a little food? I'm going to take the bowl away. Oh, you can take the bowl away. That's, see, that's Robert for you. Wow, dude. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. That was elegant how you went through that whole thing. Matt, the other day, the cat was clawing something it wasn't supposed to. And so sometimes we'll flick water at it. And uh, Matt took like it's his cup and like threw the water that was left at the cat, which I was like, okay, you know, I've been there before. But then it was like a lot of water. And I was like, and I heard the sound of the splash and I was like, was the cup full? Because that was seemed to be soaked the floor. Um. Yeah, we're out at the show at this bar, and uh, this guy was just plastered, plastered, just stumbling around Your all friend? loud. No, no, this guy, that, this, he, a friend of him. Okay. In the AA circle, I guess. Oh. And this guy is wasted. And he is just, like, stumbling around, like, just going crazy, like, grabbing and touching people and, like, dancing and jumping around and like, every stereotypical way that a wasted person acts so you're just like oh this guy is shit-faced and i was like who is this drunk fat guy and uh okay and yeah and then and then my friend says oh that's he's not drunk he is one of the sober living people and i was like what i was like this guy is clearly drunk out of his mind he goes, no, he is sober. He just doesn't understand how to have fun without acting like a drunk person because that's all he knows. And he had had like seven Red Bulls in the parking lot. And that became their new addiction. Is, is Apparently at one point he had 12 Red Bulls back to back to back to back to however many times the back it is and then passed out in this person's living room. Oh, wow. Passed he, out? Passed out. Blood sugar? Yeah, he was, <laughs> he was a little hefty boy. Works at five, guys. Okay. And uh, that was one of the most terrifying. Like, you know when you see like a, like that's like the closest I've ever come to seeing a zombie. Mm. Is this person who's just acting like a a hammered person, but they're sober. Mm. They don't know how to have fun except for to act wasted. And they're trying to attain the feeling of being super drunk without drinking. Isn't the whole point of like, stopping an addiction to like deal with your addictive tendencies i don't think they get it i don't think they get that yeah maybe he doesn't maybe he's new to the organization maybe i'm ignorant to all this yeah i think you're asking a lot out of these people that takes a lot ignorant to addiction you know part of your reputation ignorant to addiction yeah so you are living up to it right now but at the same time (laughs) But I don't know, buddy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. Do you want to? I was just taking a deep breath. 
somebody. <sighs> Got a good skin there. Anything particular you want to chat about? Or do you want to go into maybe some would you rather or something like that? Come deep breaths. Let me eat the rest of this ramen. No, 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 no. Fuck off. Don't do it, cat. Do Don't. it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Don't let him tell you what to do. She just wants to be on the podcast. You want to be on the PCAST? Do something. Don't just sit there. Just sniff the mic. Don't just sit there and look pretty. <laughs> That's the sound of me hitting my cat. <gasps> Your cat? Hey, Are you claiming it's yours? Take part ownership. Okay. Hey, What's your stake in it? It's very low. Like, I'd sell it off in a minute. Like 5%? Yeah, sure, I'll take 5%. Okay. Okay, bro. Then don't talk. Robbie, have you come to a decision after your deep breaths? Ian? I have to confess something. Please. Again. Please, yeah. (laughs) Definitely do it. Every other week episode. You have another confession on your mind. I do. You know, after after Kayla's wonderful wedding, Kayla got married, guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Choked me up. It's beautiful. To Caleb, the guy that was also on the podcast at one point for a minute. For a, quite literally, maybe like, at like 20 s- minutes. Mm-hmm. If that. <sighs> I think I'm going to get married. Uh, February of next year. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, walk me through this. To an African American. Okay. Cool. 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 That's dope. You know, and I'm glad. Who's dark skinned? Okay. Okay. Well, see, this is like the weird thing because of all the questions, I it's not about that. That's not really what I'm. Oh, that's not the most important thing? No, I was going to ask why. I was going to ask when did you start this pondering. Do you even know? Do you know an African-American dark-skinned girl? Yeah, or I know guy? a handful. Okay, and you know which one you're going to marry? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so you have a f- specific person in mind. I have a specific person in mind. Are they <laughs> penisless? Technically, yes. Okay, okay. Have they always been penisless? I think so. Okay, that's okay. That's a start. That's a start. Um, why February? You guys are taking my month. I'm taking your month. That's so funny. That's something that no one else will get, but that's still funny. <laughs> You're taking my month, so I'm taking your month. <laughs> wow. I love that kind of vengeance story plot. You know what I mean? That's it's good. beautiful. It's good. That's beautiful. You go as far as to just get married all of a sudden. Find somebody, snatch them up, get married. Wife them up. Wife them up. Just so that you can get married in my birth month because I'm getting married possibly in your birth month. Yes. To your wife's birth month. 
Both of ours. Yeah. Both of ours. It's a double is a, whammy. It's a double whammy. Wow, you're really stealing Super our thunder. Stealing, indeed, I feel the disrespect. <laughs> and you know what? I'm going to probably do it in like the, the 15th. Wow, right in the so middle. it's like dead in the middle. Right in, oh. <laughs> <sighs> Guess what, bitch? Me? Yeah. What's up? We're getting married June 30th. Damn. So we're not taking your birth month. Thank God. Yep. You're taking hate, the gays month. I'd hate, I mean, I'm willing to take the gays month, but I'd hate to tarnish your month. Yeah. With, with a, Kayla already did. Kayla. She straight up disrespected a week before. <laughs> Literally right on top of your birthday. And yeah. she's like, fuck you, bitch. He's like, hey. Guess what? It's about me now. Yeah. I'm like, what? Are you ever want to hang out for your birthday? Well, I'll be vacationing for my anniversary. So, nope. That would be weird. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, no, I was not planning on hanging on out with you, hanging Kayla. Hanging out with you, Kayla. Yeah. What are your feelings on Kayla being married? I mean, she's been such a vital part of this podcast. Mm. So I'm incredibly happy for her. Mm. I was okay. so happy. I almost cried. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Why? It just, you know, it was because <laughs> she deserves it. Yeah. She deserves it. And it, it made me, I feel like I'm her older brother. Yeah. Those feelings may be inaccurate or incorrect. They may be wrong. No. But those are my feelings nonetheless. Okay. And it just brought me peace and happiness to know that she's going to be taken care of by someone probably pretty decent. Mm-hmm. He seems like a great guy. He does. So that just, yeah, it was like a a sweet relief. I'm sorry you didn't get up and say words. Can I ask you right now that like, <laughs> you know, there wasn't like an opportunity for anyone to give a speech. <laughs> At the wedding, like Kayla was do a little improv. Yeah, Kayla was pretty. Well, I assume you already have something kind of <laughs> mentally prepared because I thought, you know, I know you. You're just you're a man right. of many words. Um, I'm Kay- an off the cuff man. You're off the cuff kind of guy. Um, Kayla didn't really open a lot. Of the, she she kept the door pretty slammed tight on speeches. She's like, she told me she's like, listen, I don't want anyone speaking at my wedding. I was hurt, but that's I, um, I get it. I had at least four four pages. If you wanted to possibly speak to the whole thing now and give a little bit of a word, what would that, what would that be? Do we have some background music? Well, I mean, you have the ox, dude. So please play me something good. Something touching. No, you got it. And memorable. (laughs) Say less. All right, ready? Yeah. You turn it down a little bit that way we can just have some background noise. Well, you you should turn it down on your phone. Lord. All right. <laughs> Kayla, Kayla, Kayla. <laughs> turn it up. Turn it down a little bit. Wow. Kayla, Kayla, Kayla. I've known you since I was... It's weirdly fitting. Sure. Yeah, no. I think she would appreciate it. Definitely. No, no, definitely. This is her type of music. I I turn it up a little bit. 
There you go. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> mm. Get it, Rob. Get it. The first five minutes of the speech, I'm just dancing. <laughs> okay, so that's the thing is you guys don't even get to be a part of this, but Robert is grooving in his chair. And so when you got up to do your wedding... Oh, he's 40. That's the golden rule. Doing to others as they do unto you. Yeah, let me let me find a serious song. I was taking you very seriously with that tune. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm objecting at the wedding. <laughs> <sighs> I've known Kayla since she was a wee child post puberty <laughs> but yeah. still a child in my eyes uh. I thought of her as a bitch for many years mm-hmm. many people thought that <laughs> many people thought that she hurt my feelings a lot but I I was I was never going to show that because mm-hmm. I'm a dare I say a man mm-hmm Caleb I didn't dare, but blossomed, yeah. bloomed, mm-hmm. grew, mm-hmm. sprouted, yeah, matured, definitely busted, def okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I lusted after that flower for many years, <laughs> from a distance, of course, because I knew, because I knew, she deserved better than a whoremonger. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I watched shimmied and shammered. <laughs> and shammered. As she grew into a beautiful, beautiful <laughs> concussioned woman. <laughs> Concussed woman. Who was had a heart of gold, but not a lot of brain. Fair. She's going in debt to... <laughs> <laughs> to be a quote Christian counselor which doesn't exist <laughs> and she stumbled upon a gold mine of a man mm. a sugar daddy mm. who's gonna take care of her mm. she can she can pursue her fake career <laughs> <laughs> and not wor- have to worry about a dime cause he's taking care of her I mean he's a strapping stud <sighs> and I wish them the best of luck thank you Wow, I love that. I love that. That was truly from the heart. And you, and then you know the beautiful part of that is, is that you meant every word, and like that was just pure honesty. And the bravery that it takes, it must have taken for you to sit up here and and say that. Sit too. up on my pedestal. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, I don't know if you mind queuing up like a, a slightly different tune for me. I would like to give a speech as well. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. 
something like something really just sentimental. Okay. <laughs> or or I don't I don't know about this choice. I'll put this one. <laughs> Perfect guy. Perfect. That's exactly what I was looking for. Young Dolph. <sighs> Kayla. Caleb. You guys. Look. Way too similar to get married. You should probably not take a and fucking DNA test. Kayla and Caleb, right. you guys That's what I said at the wedding. look I was like, like siblings. Wow. I was like, and then Matt's like, yeah, he looks like Shane. Exactly. Like, oh. like if Shane got stung by a bee, <laughs> swelled up a little more. That's, and you know what? I love that about wow. them. You know, I definitely wouldn't do an ancestry.com thing. <laughs> oh, like no. for the for your guys' own mental state for the marriage. This is my speech, by the way. <laughs> I would not. I support this marriage. I love this marriage. But you guys might be cousins. So, you know, and that's just, and I guess we'll see what happens when you guys have your first kid and, like, how mentally challenged that child is. Like, blind in one eye. Can't hear. Comes out looking like Ian. (laughs) (laughs) Caleb. I need something else. I need something else. We switched up. That was for the first part. We have this. We have to have a music change for the next part. I know exactly what to do. For okay, Caleb. please. Thank you. Thank you. I'm about to talk about Caleb. So give me a tune for Caleb. Hmm. Okay. Caleb, you are successful. You are hot and you are really loved by my brothers and that has made it very difficult for me to like you I find myself being deeply insecure about myself around you I feel like you've sort of stolen the spotlight from me and the love and adoration that I once held from my brothers And it makes it very hard for me to want to accept you to the family because I feel like I'm having to be traded out for you. Kayla is someone that I have loved deeply and underappreciated for most of my life. I've probably scarred her many times and have caused her to have to go to many years of therapy or, or even double as many years of Christian counseling to deal with the issues that I've left by, like, totally just kind of being a best friend for a long time and they just like betr- like never talking to her again for quite a big period of time in our lives and I'm sorry Kayla because you know you are someone that should not be taken for granted and I have definitely done that and I hope that Caleb who seems smarter than me I guess because what he's doing something with his life I hope he does not do that to you. I love both of you. Live on. Die old together. This is some 
really white music. I love this. This is very like, yeah, yeah. I thought of Caleb. it's like Happy Honda Days. Yeah. Coming Caleb. now. Wow. Caleb um, didn't really strike me as a still brazy type of guy. You know, no, no. Now, I'm, Ian, I'm gonna ask. You know, I've, I've. First, I would like to state, I've been there for you. For the ups and downs. I've been quite the friend for you. Some say you owe me. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'm going to go pee. <laughs> and I want you to think about maybe a speech you would give at my wedding. Oh my goodness! Do you know? And I and I'll and I'll I, disconnect from the Bluetooth because I really feel like you should pick the music. For oh my me. goodness! You're really setting me up to fail here. <laughs> so I'm gonna take my time, taking a wee. Wow. Okay. I'll, this just, is just you know. I'm, I'm don't gonna feel need, pressure. I'm gonna need weeks. I'm gonna need weeks of preparation. I will be speaking at your wedding, and I will say things, and um, it's gonna take me some time to put that together. Wow, that wasn't nearly enough time paying. I'm not, I'm not okay. Sure, I'm ready. I'm ready to give my speech. You know, this is not going to be a long speech, but it is going to be a speech. Let me. Can I get you another one? Let me get you another one. Um. So you can get through the speech. No, it's going to, we'll, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. It's going to take a lot more now, call to get the speech right. <clears throat> Robert. Apparently, I'm a king. <laughs> That's cool. Robert. And Chanel. I am so honored and happy and overjoyed to be here today. I would marry a lady. <laughs> I'm so glad that Robert has finally settled down to be with a beautiful, beautiful dark-skinned woman like yourself. And on my birth month of all months. I feel like I've known you my entire life, Chanel. Even though we just met five minutes ago, Robert did not tell me that he was dating anybody. He kept insisting that actually he was going to live a completely single life for the rest of eternity and then just asked me to speak at his wedding all of a sudden. So here we are. Me, Hugh, Robert's sister, Dan, and for some reason his mom. I don't know why you are here, but okay. Robert is somebody who when he commits to something, he really, really commits to something. And in the same note, also changes his mind very abruptly all of a sudden and pretends like he never committed to that thing in the first place. So it's really 50-50 from here on out on whether or not he's, he's either going to stick this marriage out through sickness and health or he's, you're going to wake up one day and he's going to pretend like he never has ever met you before. 
And you know what? <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Thank you. Thoughts. Wow. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. I like how my mom was there. I, I was too confused. I did not expect her to nope. be there, but she Me was neither. there. She was there. She officiated it, which wow. is really strange. That's weird. Yeah, no, I didn't see that curveball coming. I also didn't think we were going to get married. So, you know. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Wow. Wow, Robert. Well, <clears throat> on that note, I hope that you listeners at home, maybe you're lonely, maybe you're a little bit single, maybe you're downtrot, maybe you're downtrot, maybe you've been wondering, you know what? I have been a swell guy or gal for damn near my whole life and yet nobody wants to be my boyfriend or girlfriend Mm -hmm. and you know what I would say don't have faith in yourself you're probably a loon there's a good reason why people don't like you probably stink okay guess what it's December your gooch shouldn't be that moist if you're walking around with a moist gooch on a regular basis all year long that could probably be one of the reasons why no one is talking to you. Mm. Oh, do you not have regular friends either? Hmm. Weird that you don't have a girlfriend on top of it. Crazy. Because you're, you know, batting a thousand. Word. But guess what, guys? I have news for you. My father, who art in heaven, Halabihi name, he is going to give you away today to us in a happy marriage of you as a listener, us as podcasters. So if you feel alone and you feel like you have nobody to walk through this treacherous life through, baby, in sickness or in health, we're going to keep making the podcast. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no, no evil. evil. Not, Not at all. It. Yes. Do we forget to release episodes for maybe like a month or something? There's no we. No. It's Robert's fault. And... El I'm Shaddai, sorry. El Shaddai, El I'm, Shaddai. Wow. Okay. I love that. And and we'll we'll make Robert do better. You know, we'll punish him. We'll mock him. We'll scold him. We'll scold him a little bit. I'll pick up Hebrew. We'll pick. He'll pick up Hebrew. He needs a seventh language to learn. So if you guys feel a little lonely, feel a little sad, feel a little out of place, you have a home here. Because remember, you're not lost forever. You're just lost for the summer.